When it's one player, it's an individual issue. When it's a couple of players, yeah, you have some room for introspection. When it's all of the players in a given category, you've got a full-blown cross-the-board problem. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Brewers 12, Pirates 8, three and a half hours long, bordering on eight and a half hours long. I was there to cover it last night at PNC Park. And I can tell you, without hesitation, that there wasn't a trace of suspense to this outcome at all. Yeah, there were 20 runs total. Yeah, Kevin Newman's two-run single in the middle of the game tied the score at 4-4. And look at the Pirates, they're rallying. Forget it. There was nothing there, ever. Not after Mitch Keller took the mound, walked Colton Wong on eight pitches, and then served up the first of Willie Adamas's two home runs. Two-run shot, boom, right off the bat, following walk. Two-nothing, before anybody's even sat down and looked around for the nearest usher, just like that. And in this case, the game being decided, just like that. We have seen this script over and over and over and over again through these first 17 games. It's not Keller and his 6.62 ERA. It's Zach Thompson and his 10.8 ERA and JT Brubaker and his 6.36 ERA and Bryce Wilson and I don't even care what his ERA is and Jose Quintana and I don't even care that he's on the roster. Every last one of these guys has been lousy. They can't get through three or four innings. And I don't care how cleverly the pitching staff as a whole has been uh, arranged so that you could take the pressure off the starters and tell them, just go out there and pitch. And if you give us three or four good innings, uh, throw hard, give it everything you've got. Don't worry about how long you last in the game. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter because you don't have enough relievers. No one has enough relievers to cover up for all the innings that these guys aren't getting you. And I don't want to hear either about how well they bounce back from their first two innings. Oh, yeah, but after those first couple, I really went out there and gave it my all so that the team could have a few less innings that they have to cover. And I feel really strongly about the adjustments that we made in midstream. And I'm going to be able to apply those to the next start. No, 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 no. Stop giving up tons of runs early on. Or, you know, find something else to do with your life. Or, you know, management needs to take care of that, obviously. But you can't just keep this rotation of failure spinning endlessly. 
It's not going to end well. Not for any part of your team that you're trying to develop or to uh, nurture progress in. You're going to undo all of it if these guys just keep doing this. Now, the question is, what do you do about it? And to answer that, I really believe this, the first thing you've got to figure out is who or what is to blame. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Who or what is to blame? I posed this question, in essence, after the game last night to Derek Shelton. Yeah, I don't think it's preparation. I think we're doing a good job preparing. Uh, we have to figure it out. I can't tell you the exact answer. I think the big thing is we can't walk guys early. You know, we walk the leadoff hitter and then we get a two-run homer. So I think it's more about putting uh, putting the ball on the plate. And uh, we our starters have not done that early in games and it's led to runs. You notice he immediately came back with, no, 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 it's not the preparation. It's not the preparation. It's that we went out there and we walked a guy and then we gave up a two-run home run. Okay, but that's happening every game with every starter. There are no exceptions to this. And if it's not the preparation then what are the coaches even there for? How do you explain that guys go out and struggle as badly as they do in the first two innings and then really seem to get it all together for the next couple or the next three even when they go really deep into a game? How do you explain that? You really can't. You also can't tell me that Oscar Marine, the pitching coach, has no culpability here, that Radley Haddad, the guy that they brought in, to do just this, meaning game planning, that's his thing, is to come up with a strategy, uh, a sequencing, a way to get through guys the first time in the order, the second time in the order. What is this guy doing through the first two innings? So you can't do that. You can't lay it all on the pitchers. Oh, and by the way, if that's where you end up, then questions need to be asked of Ben Charrington and management because they're the ones that chose these five individuals. These are their guys, you know? It wasn't really even much of a competition in spring training. These were their guys from the beginning of the spring. So either you chose bad pitchers or you are employing people who have no earthly idea how to make them better. This is a very real problem organizationally. I think it'll be a real problem and an even bigger problem when Rowanzi Contreras does get to Pittsburgh, because I don't want Rowanzi coming within 10 feet of these people. Not based on these results. Want to blame Mitch? Want to do that? Want to go game by game? That's a nice, convenient way to address things. I know for a fact that managers and head coaches in all sports 
would prefer to take things on a game-by-game basis because then they never have to address trends. And trends point to collective problems, which are usually the domain of the people in charge of the instruction-slash-motivation-slash-strategy. So I, I asked Mitch after the game, you know, what went wrong in that first inning? No, first at bat, just a walk, obviously not trying to walk him. Um, I was trying to be competitive in the zone. Um, just trying to find it still. And then, dude, honest, I mean, that's... That's it. Yeah, I mean, that's the spot that we've all, I mean, we talk about, like, it's what we game plan for is right there, that spot. And uh, hats off to him. I mean, he had an amazing night. What is he, seven RBIs or something like that? It's crazy. Um, he just had a great night, um, and that started it off. Um, but yeah, I'm not even honestly mad about that. The only pitch I'm really mad about on the night was to him again. And the the last thing, yeah, it's just got to execute a little bit better. Not much there. He didn't really have an answer. And you know what? Neither has Thompson. Neither has Brubaker. Neither has Wilson. And I don't care about Quintana. I have answers. Most often when they feel like they've got answers, they're talking about solutions that they got from somewhere else. There's a real problem with starting pitching in this organization. And sorry, Skipper, it ain't just the pitchers. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. Time for J1Q. And today's comes from Kenny, who asks, is it time for the Pirates to go to that opener's model that was popular a few years back. The bullpen's been lights out. The rotation's terrible. Yes, Kenny, and yes, and yes to everything that you have there, except for one thing. I am not into the openers thing. To me, it's a cheesy gimmick that doesn't solve anything unless you're pursuing you know, short-term results. I'm going to be stubborn in insisting that this season is more about general progress than it is about counting wins and losses. Wins are wonderful. Wins come with value. But it's way, way, way more valuable to your organization at this phase where the Pirates are to know what you got, to see what it is that these guys can do in a starting role, in a middle relief role, in the way that they've used Will Crow slash Dylan Peters. That matters. That adds up to something that's consequential over the course of time. What do you get out of throwing Sam Howard out there on the mound for the first inning and having Sam, and I'm bringing Sam up for a reason, not just because he was promoted uh, yesterday after opening the season on the I.L., but because Sam has been their target all along to be the opener, something they've talked about uh, publicly. In fact, with Sam, they've done it in the minors during his rehab. The idea is, based on metrics, Sam comes out for the first inning. Uh, everybody on the other team knows who your real starter is for the game. It's almost certainly going to be someone who's right-handed. So you bring Sam out for the first inning, 
and he's a lefty, and he goes against the other team's top three hitters, and if Sam does his thing, he gets them out. And either their manager, the other team's manager, is worried about that and adjusts his left-right composition appropriately, or he just says, you know what, we're just going to basically sacrifice this first inning. Our guys can't possibly hit Sam Howard. I, I can't even carry this conversation anymore. I mean, this is this is silly. Uh, I can see the merits of it if you have yourself some kind of stacked staff and you're in a pennant race and every win counts. Your starters need to be able to start games, not because of something that's antiquated, but because you need to get innings out of them. If they can't handle whatever emotional duress or whatever it is that keeps them from succeeding in the first, and by the way, the second innings, dirty little secret here, the Pirates' worst inning hasn't been the first. It's been the second. So these guys have struggled boom, boom, coming out of the gate, not just boom. Other than trying to show everybody that you're all nouveau and, and everything else, you're not going to pull anything off here. I want to see Mitch Keller get people out from the beginning of the game. I want to see JT Brubaker do that. I want to see... Ah, this is just so bad. See, when you start mentioning these names, and you have in parentheses in your head the 10.8 ERAs, it sounds silly. Maybe, just maybe, they're not very good. Maybe, just maybe, their pitching coach slash instruction slash strategy is not very good. Whatever it is, it isn't working, and I don't care to see it disguised behind Sam Howard coming out and cleaning everybody up, one, two, three, and everyone's saying, oh, look at that. Now so-and-so comes in with no pressure. He's just coming in for the second inning, and he gets to face the four, five, six of the order, or the five, six, seven, even better. Go get him, JT. Come on. What is that? What is that? If you're trying to develop a winner here over the long term, that's a silly, silly tactic. It just is. Believe me, I am not in any way, shape, or form, Kenny, losing my gourd here at you, okay? The idea itself is worth weighing just because it's so bad right now that everything's worth weighing. I just react this way to this particular idea. I really, really don't like the opener concept, not for this team, where it is right now. I appreciate the question. It's an outstanding one. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. I have no idea why or how you do it, but we're going to have another episode anyway tomorrow. Tomorrow.